Hey talkers, welcome, bienvenidos a Keep Talking Podcast. Keep Talking is the key to improving your English, la clave para mejorar tu inglés. You have to keep talking in English every day. Hablar en inglés todos los días. We apply the same principle to our podcast. That's why we have a Keep Talking Podcast episode every day. Un episodio todos los días. Listen every day and then go speak every day. Keep talking. Talkers, I'm neck deep in first world problems today. My standing desk isn't working, so I have to sit down. It's too low. I'm in this chair that's odd, and I usually record standing, and then my window's open because I just left it open, and they're making a lot of noise outside, and oh my God, what am I going to do? These are my first world problems. Okay, so let's talk about <clears throat> languages. Let's talk about which languages are going to be the most popular, the most important languages, uh, you know, in a few decades, okay? Because I got thinking about this. You know, we always talk about, like, how the world is going to change and you know, by 2040, 50, 60, if we're still alive by then, <laughs> whatever. And um, thinking about languages, because obviously right now, well, it's kind of funny because English is, of course, the like, kind of regarded as, like, the, the global language or, like, the most important language to learn to do, I don't know, international business, international affairs. It's like it's, it's a global language at this point, right? But interestingly enough, of course, it's not even close to the most common language by number of native speakers, right? Now, number of total speakers, I'm kind of just messing around on the internet here, um, looking at some different statistics about languages. Number of total speakers apparently if you count all of the non-native speakers of English, English is the most common language. Just barely. It's like just barely English over Mandarin Chinese. And so this was as of June 4th, 2022. But English has one, essentially, well, essentially 1.12 billion speakers. And Mandarin Chinese has 1.10 or 1.11 um, billion speakers. Okay. Um, now, of course, by native speakers, so like just native speakers alone, interesting. So Chinese has 939 million. So that means there's about 160 million, if my math is right, non-native speakers of Chinese. That's pretty good because like I, I tried to learn Chinese for a year or so and then I'm just like, nah, I don't even want to do this. It seems harder than Arabic and Arabic was hard. But um, anyway, but, but I, I do know a few people, you know, non-native Chinese speakers who can speak Chinese. So good for them. But I, that's pretty cool, actually. I like because when I think of Chinese, I'm like Mandarin Chinese. I'm just like, oh, yeah, well, it's pretty much just China that speaks it and <laughs> nobody else. Um, but um, yeah, because I mean, like if you look at, at languages, Wait a minute, now I'm confused because I thought Hindi was the second most spoken. Okay, I'm just, this is Wikipedia, right? But we got Mandarin Chinese with the most native speakers at 939 million. Then we have Spanish, 485 million. Then English, 380 million. And then Hindi, excluding Urdu and other languages, 345 million. Then it's Portuguese, Bengali, Russian, Japanese, Yue Chinese, which includes Cantonese. I probably didn't even say that right. It's Y-U-E Chinese. Then Vietnamese. Okay. Yeah. And then, of course, French is down at number 16. <laughs> Deal with that, Frenchies. Uh, I've talked with this podcast before. I don't really like French people that much. They have the stereotype of being, you know, assholes, and I agree with it based on my limited time spent in France. Um, 
But uh, but anyway, and I've talked about here before that my French is kind of mediocre. It would probably be better if I liked French people at all. You know, like there's a reason I want to maintain my Spanish and my Portuguese at a high level. It's because I like to talk to people who speak Spanish and speak Portuguese. But I just don't really like to speak with the French that often. So it's kind of funny that their language, which they think is like the most important, is number 16 on the list. Funny thing is, I know we have some listeners from France. I'm trying to think. Uh, maybe it's probably like Spanish speakers, like Latinos living in France or Spaniards living in France. Anyway, it doesn't matter. I can't imagine that the Spaniards are listening or the, the French are listening to Keep Talking podcast that much since I don't say a word of French in this podcast. Um, okay. But just like trending forward, there's a couple articles that I was looking at here about like what, what are, you know, what is the world going to be like in 2050? And. And it, one interesting thing is that, okay, so the United States is probably going to have more Spanish speakers than any other country, according to a report from the Cervantes Institute. And this is like LanguageLineSolutions.com. They have a blog? LanguageLineSolutions is a blog? Jeez, they pay their interpreters like two cents per minute and they have enough money to make a blog? Come on. They're like nickel and dime in all of us. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Jeez. <laughs> anyway, um, okay, I'll stop complaining about that. Let's see. So, uh, yeah, the U.S. Hispanic population, okay, is expected to account for 65% of the growth of the overall population between now and 2060. Yeah, blah, 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 blah. I mean, okay, so Mexico has 121 million Spanish speakers. Wait a minute. What's the population in Mexico? Doesn't everybody in Mexico speak Spanish? Like, there's, I mean, you know, there's a few random gringos who live there who don't speak Spanish, but like, and a few random indigenous people, but they like still understand Spanish. Everybody in Mexico speaks Spanish. Like, what's what's the population of Mexico? Must be not much more than that. 121 million. Um, okay, so wait a minute. So you're telling me that by 2050, the U.S. is going to have more than that. It's probably going to have like 150 million Spanish speakers. Very interesting because our population right now is like 330 million, and really, like our population is probably still growing. I haven't looked at this. But thinking about it, and uh, like like the white population is declining because we just don't have that many babies, to put it in layman's terms, at least not right now. Whereas Hispanics, Somalis, and people of other races are having a lot more babies here in the U.S. And But is the Hispanic population really going to get that high? That's wild. I'm thinking, so like the U.S. population, who knows, maybe it'll be like 400 million by then, Hispanic population I guess would be like 30 to 40% of that because right now I want to say see like I want to say right now okay so how many how many people percentage of US population that or no number of US Spanish speakers by country this is hard I'm, I'm bad at googling things Spanish speakers number by country I got to see right now like yeah are we really going to have more than Mexico okay in 2050 okay so right now Yes, yes, accept all your cookies. Well, they don't. Oh, this is a bunch of crap. That No, the U.S. is not going to have more. Oh, number of native Spanish speakers. Okay, because this makes a difference. Because there are more gringos like me who are learning Spanish in the U.S. So apparently, in 2021, Mexico had 124 million Spanish, native Spanish speakers, which is like basically the whole population. Colombia, 50 million. Does Colombia really have that many people? Wild. Um, Argentina, 44 million. Spain, 43 million. Doesn't Spain have a larger population than that? Anyway. Um, and then the United States with 42 million Spanish speakers in 2021. And this is from Statista.com. And that's native speakers. Okay, native speakers. 
Like, sis, but who, like, who lives in Mexico that's not a native Spanish speaker? I mean, all right, yeah, I guess it must be all the gringos living in, like, Puerto Vallarta and Sayulita and Tulum. I don't know. Um, and, okay, so 41 million native speakers in the U.S. Now, yeah, I suppose if you're counting, like, what, what are they counting the people that are, like, you know, um, second generation or whatever, you know, like, that are born to uh, Hispanic parents but kind of speak English as their first language? Because there's a lot. That's a high percentage of our population now. So, all right, I guess I could see it. Yeah, the U.S. will probably have, like, 130, 40, 50 million Spanish speakers by 2050. That's interesting if you count, if you count all of us who speak Spanish. Hmm, very interesting. But then, like, just to go back to the main topic of debate here, which is, like, what are the most important languages going to be? I mean, obviously, we probably assume that, that English is still going to be the most widely spoken global language, especially just because all over the world it's being taught as a second language in so many different schools, right? It is sad to see that French on the list of total speakers is still fifth, right? So total speakers, including non-native speakers, you got English, Mandarin Chinese, Hindi. You know what's confusing about this is like, who speaks Hindi as a second language? Because you're telling me they only got 345 million native speakers, but 698 million non-native? Does this include all the people in India that have a, a first language? Because India has a lot of languages. That must be it. Because you know there's not a bunch of foreigners speaking Hindi. <laughs> like I've probably met like two people in the U.S. who have even attempted to speak Hindi. Um, if it's not their native language. Let's see. Then Spanish. And then after that is French. And then Arabic. And then Bengali. Okay. And then Russia. Portuguese. Russian. Portuguese. Indonesian. Hmm. Okay. So, I mean, if you look at the trends... I, the, the interesting thing is, like, what's going to happen with Mandarin Chinese? Like, is it actually going to become a, a highly important language on a global scale? I mean, I don't really know. People talk about how China is kind of taking over the world in their own economic way or whatever. But, like, they have such, like, a closed society, I feel like. Plus, they're not even, like... Like, they're not even, like, on the Internet. They're using, like, Baidu. I mean, I mean, okay, they're on the Internet, but it's not even, like, Google, right? Like, isn't Google not allowed? I can't remember all the details, right? But, like, they're just, they're off in a whole totally different thing. They're, like, aliens to us. I don't know. The whole thing is wild to me. So, I mean, I assume, because where was this one I was looking at? The most common languages in, oh, I thought they had something with stats about 2050. There was, like, projections. No... Come on. Okay, by 2050. Yeah, I already saw that one. Okay, so Mandarin is likely to be the most... This is from simonandsimon.co.uk. Mandarin is likely to be the most spoken language in 2050 because of its vast number of speakers, economic, blah, 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 blah. International influence of China has skyrocketed, blah, blah, blah. Spanish is another one likely to be very common. English, uh, okay, yeah, of course, popularity will grow. Hindu is another language that is set to surge in popularity. Arabic is an extremely important language for business. For, I would debate that, really. And I'm an Arabic speaker, and I will debate that. I will debate the importance of Arabic for business just because all of the, well, I was going to say important, but all of the Arab countries that have a lot of money, like business, English is like the business language, like Saudi Arabia, the UAE, you know, whatever. Like the English is the language that's spoken there. So, I mean, yeah, I guess you could argue that if you're doing business with people in Egypt and Jordan and a bunch of different Arab countries, sure, they might not speak as much English, but like people, like Arabic speakers who are doing business deals, like they don't even type in Arabic. Like they send messages, they email in English. Like it's, they use English 
heck, you can listen to like a, a speech or like a, a debate in Arabic that's related to business, and like thirty percent of the words are in English because they haven't invented words in Arabic that mean the same thing yet. <laughs> like, like Arabic is a, is a very like old language, and so they just you know take English and put like an Arabic accent on some of these words that are more new technology related. I don't know. So like I would debate that and I'm an Arabic speaker. Okay. But I, I still debate its importance for business. Like I have friends who are Arabs and who are like, yeah, Arabic's basically just like a dead language. Obviously it's still spoken in it's different dialects in the different countries, but like for business, do you want to do international business? I mean, like I said, all the sheikhs, they, they speak English. Like they don't care about your Arabic. <laughs> like they, like seriously, if I went to like Saudi Arabia right now and like started speaking Arabic to do business, they would probably just look at me and like be like, "Shut up, dude! Don't insult us by acting like we don't speak English." Coming here with your your weak accented Arabic, go home. <laughs> anyway, um, and then we could talk about the religious aspect of it too, which is a whole another thing. But uh, I don't know. Um, hmm. I like how French is not on the list. French is not on the list, according to Simon and Simon.co, important languages in 2050. It's kind of funny because you know all the French people are trying to make like a comeback, right? And like, don't get me wrong. I don't want to like make this come across as I just hate French people. I don't. Like, and I know some of them are nice people. It's just stereotypes. And I'm sure that like French people have podcasts where they make fun of Americans and they say that we're assholes too. It's okay. All right. It's okay. It's okay. All right. It's a shame that my French, you know, maybe I should get my French good enough, like, just to make a podcast with some French people where we talk shit about each other's languages and cultures and stuff like that. Because <sighs> I couldn't hold my own right now. I feel like I could do it, you know, speaking Spanish, obviously. But, um, hmm, I don't know. These are the dilemmas in life. But I kind of wanted to just do this episode to get some of you guys thinking about what languages are actually going to be the most important ones in 2050. Because especially if you have kids, you're like, well, yeah, what language should my child learn um, moving forward? Obviously, English is probably still the safest bet, right? If you want to teach your son or daughter a language that's going to benefit them 30 years down the road, English is probably the best one you know i'm like most people who listen to this podcast are native spanish speakers now obviously if you're a native english speaker then the go-to language is just well would i say spanish i I still think spanish is probably more important to learn than mandarin chinese especially if you're going to be living in the u.s like literally it's written right here like the u.s is going to be the country with the most spanish speakers (laughs) in like 30 years apparently um and then obviously right now i mean uh, statistics would probably vary, but like if you count the non-native speakers like myself, like thirty percent of the people who live here speak Spanish, so it's almost becoming like a default second, like a like a second language officially at this point. Um, and then, man, I just I don't know if I see like the value in Hindi or even Arabic. I mean, because Hindi, it's like it's obviously it's just India. I mean, same thing with Mandarin; it's just China, really. And like in my opinion, I'm not a total expert on this, but I still feel like the the people you'd be working with if you want to do international business stuff in most of these countries are going to speak English anyway. Now, if you want to do some more humanitarian work, that's actually when I think these languages come into play more. Like if you want to work for, you know, uh, an NGO or some organization that's helping people that that really, really need help, not the, the, the bankers and the business dealers in all these countries, then that's where languages like Arabic, Hindi, and even Mandarin, in my opinion, are extremely useful, in my opinion. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, just kind of wanted to take some a look at this and uh, share some random thoughts about it. So, um, yeah, that's all I got. But uh, we'll come back with another episode tomorrow. All right. Love you all. Peace. 
Thank you for listening. Gracias por escuchar. Share Keep Talking podcast with a friend who you think would also like it. Let's keep talking every day.